Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And the Cleveland Indians changed their name, the baseball team. They, uh, after this year, this is the final year, they will be the Cleveland Indians. They're going to be the Cleveland Guardians starting next year. And I think they've been the Indians for around 100 years, Uh, but but no more. And I believe, I've been to Cleveland once. I, I, I... I had a friend. I, I grew up with a kid who became a pitcher uh, for for the Cleveland Indians. Uh, I, I grew up with a with a with a kid named Charles Nagy, and um, he went on to become a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians, and and we went to Cleveland. And and we uh, we went to see him. And when I when I when I went to Cleveland, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that made it worth it. I mean, going to see my friend, and going to an an Indians baseball game, was the reason why we went. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was there. So and if you didn't go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you don't think the trip would have been worth it? No, it was worth it to 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 go see a a friend, someone I I grew up with. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, he ended up pitching in two World Series. They didn't win, and he was actually on the mound. He was physically standing on the mound. He was pitching when they lost one of the World Series in, in Game Seven. It wasn't his fault while they, why they lost, but um, going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was 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 really cool, and I I highly recommend that. Um, it's it, it's a it's a reason to go to Cleveland, and it's I'm, I'm just thinking off the top of my head right now. It's one of the few reasons to go to. Uh, to Cleveland. There's so much cool stuff inside that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
Do you think at this point they should just change their name to the Music Hall of Fame or the Popular Music Hall of Fame since a lot of people that have been in the Hall of Fame now aren't necessarily rock and roll? Well, slow down with things in Cleveland changing their names. <laughs> I mean, we just had a pretty it's a pretty big deal that their baseball team, who was named the Indians for like 100 years, is no longer the Indians. They're, they're the Guardians. And I, I think... There's a there's a bridge in Cleveland, and it's called the Guardian Bridge, and that's one of the reasons why they why they named it the Guardians. They they changed the name because the Indians, I I, I guess, was offensive, was an offensive name. And there were, uh, and and they've been talking about doing this for several years now. And um, you know, unlike unlike the football team in the NFL that plays in Washington D.C. or around Washington D.C. in in Cleveland, they they have a name. the 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 NFL football team. They're going to be called. The, the football team again this year. That's what that's what they were called. And as a football fan, I know their former name uh, was offensive to some people. But but as a football fan, which I am, I'm offended by the new name. The 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 football team, the, the, the Washington football team, because that offends my intelligence as if I didn't know what they were my during my lifetime, my whole life. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, that's a football team. They, they play that game with that ball and those pads and that helmet. Yeah, that's a football team. Um, and we had mentioned on the show before, there's a, there's a guy who went and he, and he, he trademarked a bunch of nicknames and from what I understand, the Washington football team wanted one or two of, of, of those nicknames, but, but they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to reach some sort of deal with with a guy who went out and he and he he trademarked. He he paid some cash, not a lot of cash, but he paid cash for a bunch of different nicknames. Yeah, see, with the, when it comes to the Washington football team, I believe they should earn a nickname being that they've been having like losing seasons for the last four seasons. I don't think they're good enough to even be called a name. So I think if they do want a nickname for their team, they should earn it and have an actual winning season. And that way they can have a name. But right now, yeah, just call them the football team. They don't deserve a, a new nickname. Well, the, the, they are the, the, the football team for the second, second year. Um, in Cleveland, their baseball team, they 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 changed their name to the 
to the Guardians, and they and they have the same the same writing, and, and and the logo looks the same as the Indians because the way it the, the way they did the letters and the way everything is, but they are they are going to be the Cleveland Guardians. So uh, this is uh, the, this is the change that's been going on in the United States now. Um, reckoning. Yeah, see, that's why I'm, I'm glad I'm not responsible for naming team names because I would go for some of the most intimidating names. Like, when it comes to football, I hate names like the Dolphins or the Jets because it doesn't seem intimidating enough. If I was to name a football team, I would want something that strikes fear in the heart of my opponent as soon as they hit, like the Tarantulas. Like, why, why don't they have a team called the Tarantulas or the, or the Griffin Dragons or something? something that as soon as you hear it, you think fear and intimidation, not... Well, you know, the Saints is a cool name, but that's kind of a good name. Like the Saints, you know. Saints, it's, it's religious. I, exactly. It's, it's, it's holy. It's, it is holy. That's not intimidating. It should have been the demons. You know, I wanted something that strikes fear in the heart of my opponent. But that's why I'm glad I don't name football teams because every every team I would name would be something intimidating. It would be something frightening. It would be something that strikes fear in the heart of the opponents. I'm surprised we haven't heard from uh, atheists, non-believers who say, they demand that the saints change their name because because they the separation of church and state and 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 they don't they don't they don't believe. I don't think atheists care that much. They're not they're not, they're not, they're not uh, fanatics like that. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, but but uh, the, that that's where we are here in the year twenty twenty one in the United States, and we'll see if the if the Washington football team ever comes up with a name. Some have said that they may keep the football team. And again, as a football fan, uh, that's offensive to me because you're, 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 you're telling me I don't know what they are. The football team? I know they're a football team. What's their name? Um, but that's not, that's not nearly as offensive as their former name. And I guess, I guess the Cleveland Indians, uh, that, that was offensive to some Native Americans and some people, they'd been talking about that for years, and now they're the uh, they're the they're the Cleveland Guardians. Hey, coming up on the show this morning, there's a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model who's making a lot of news, and she's from Baton Rouge. Have you have you seen her? Or Brooks Nader is her name. Have you seen her? Um, we'll explain why she's why she's making some news. We got a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And yesterday, the Pelicans made a a trade. And, and the trade that the Pelicans made I, I think it was a good trade. It freed up a lot of money so they can go out and they can they can build a team around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, uh, two, two studs that they have. And, and the two players they traded yesterday, Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe, uh, two really big contracts that they don't have to deal with. And they and they traded them to the Memphis Grizzlies. And they got back a, a real good player who's only got one year left on his contract. But the guy is, is a really good player who they got back. A guy named Jonas Valencianes. And he, he's a solid big man who can actually hit an outside shot. He, he can actually make three-pointers as well. And, um, again, I think the, 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 the biggest reason for this trade was uh, financial. Was they, they, they got rid of two big contracts. And, and they got back, a, again, a solid big man. Who, who can who can hit the outside shot, and they also uh, uh, traded a draft pick, uh, a couple of draft picks a, as well. You know, I, I know New Orleans is first and foremost a football town, but I also know that when the when the Pelicans, formerly the Hornets, when they play well, when they get into the playoffs, maybe even win around in the playoffs, I know a lot of people around here pay attention when that happens. The problem is that hasn't happened very often in the history of this team. But when they when they when they do play well, people pay attention and and people follow it and and, and talk about it. I mean, just last week, we saw the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship over the Phoenix Suns, and it was the it was the first time Milwaukee won in 50 years. The last time they had won was in 1971. But that city was so fired up about. The, their bucks 
being in the NBA Finals, there was 50 to 60,000 people outside of the arena for Game 6 of that series, the game that Milwaukee won and and, and won won the championship. You know, that arena holds about 18,000 people. It was obviously sold out inside. But outside, 50 to 60,000 people showed up for that game. They had big screens set up. But, but, but imagine that. 50 to 60,000 people, fans, showed up to hang out outside the arena, the the hopes of their team winning the NBA championship. And I know here in New Orleans that um, we get fifty to 60,000 people showing up outside j- j- just for a parade. Right. I mean, I, so, so, so imagine if, if, if the Pelicans could ever make it to the finals, that, that would be some scene here in this city, Coleman. And, and again, I know it's a football town first and foremost, but if our NDA team could ever get to that point, you would see something like that. So what type of player do you think is the missing piece of the puzzle? You always said you have Zion, you have Ingram, you're just missing that one piece to make them solid. What type of play, what do you based on what Zion can do and what Ingram can do, what do you think that they lack and what do you think what type of player do they need to complete that that triangle? They need a they need a, a a really good guard who can shoot. That that's who they need. That that's what they're missing the most. Um and, and and they could use another good guard as well. But first and foremost, the, the Pelicans are missing a solid guard who is a who is a good outside shooter who can knock down the three pointer. First and foremost, that's what that's what they need. All right. So now you have natural talents like Zion, you have a natural talent like Ingram, and then you give them a guard. How much does coaching matter after that? Like, uh, they, do you think they just play so well that the coach can just tell them go out there and play? You know what to do? No, you need a you, you need a a coach who 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 focuses on 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 everything. First and foremost, about defense. That's been lacking here for a long time, and, and we thought that Stan Van Gundy. The, the coach who was brought in here for one year, a long-term contract, but it didn't work out after one year and uh, was relieved of his duties. His resume said that he was a solid defensive coach, that, that, that his teams, if you looked at their, their, their numbers, they always played good, solid defense. That didn't happen in here in New Orleans. They, they didn't play defense at all. And, you know, the, the five years before that, five or six years, whatever it was, with Alvin Gentry, he didn't care about defense at all. Now, didn't we just pick and, up- and, and you have to, I don't care what sport it is, you have to, you have to play defense, and you have to have a, a good, solid defensive team. So, so the, the, the new coach who they just hired. Right, he was a former Phoenix Suns uh, assistant coach, wasn't he? They got him from the Phoenix Suns. He was an assistant there. He was an assistant with the Golden State Warriors before that, and he was an NBA player 
for for several years, and he and he had one of those years playing here for New Orleans before they were the Pelicans when they were the Hornets. Willie Green, and and the the word on him again, this is his first head coaching gig. The the word on him, he is respected by by all of the players who played for him, played with him. Uh, I haven't heard one negative. But that goes back to Van Gundy. What, uh, from what I hear, it wasn't that he was a bad coach. It was just that the players did not want to work for him. They didn't like him. Maybe he rubbed them in the wrong way, not saying that his coaching was dead. And I know that it has a lot to do with the actual coaching part, being likable. But for the most part, how much of the success Van Gundy didn't have wasn't because uh, he didn't have the right idea. It's just that he didn't. the players didn't really gravitate towards him. Yeah, evidently they didn't like him. Right, so I guess that has a lot to do with morale too, not the tactics, because he probably was promoting defense. But he was like, "Yeah, but we don't really like you." That's uh, that that's part of it. The players have to like you; they they have to respect you. Um, but but look, I mean, you look at the great coaches. Whether you're talking about basketball or football, I mean, great coaches are great coaches, and and um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how 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 they respond to Willie Green, the 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 former player. I think that might have something to do with it too, because I think some of these young guys, you know, they look at they look at an old guy like like Stan Van Gundy. He you know never played, and, and now they got to sit there and they got to they got to listen to him yell at him. I mean that 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 shouldn't matter because the coach is the coach, but something like that could very well matter. And uh, and we'll see what happens. And and to your point, I do believe you that if if uh, the Pelicans do start winning and start going to the playoffs, of course they'll receive a lot of fanfare because look how much fanfare we gave uh, Zelia Van Gaar for just winning the spelling bee. So if she could get that kind of reception for winning a spelling bee, I could imagine what the Pelicans can do if they came back with at least a few playoff wins or maybe even a championship. Yeah, the 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 fourteen year old. From the West Bank, who, uh, who who won the Scripps National Spelling Bee, we, you know, we threw her a big, big party, around here. So, um, and and again, the 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 the, the Pelicans now, the, the the guy in charge, David Griffin, you know, this is his third year now, and he's had an awful first two years. And I had a lot of respect and a lot of hope. When they when they when they made him the man in charge of this of this basketball team because he won an NBA championship when he was in charge of the Cleveland Cavaliers, but he but he but he had LeBron James, but but here he's got Zion Williamson, and his first two years of running this team, David Griffin, have been a failure. They 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 haven't gone uh, nearly as well as fans had hoped for and and now his third year uh and, and this this better be the right guy that he that he that he hired to to coach the team Willie Green and i thought the trade uh yesterday w- was a good trade for the 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 biggest reason yeah they they got a really good player um but they they freed up they got rid of a couple of huge contracts freed up some money under the salary cap so now they can go out and get a, get a couple of more pieces as they as they build this team around a once in a generation player, Zion Williamson, and again with him and Brandon Ingram, they do have a couple of the pieces 
to the puzzle in place. They just got to they 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 got to get the remaining right puzzle pieces and 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 put that puzzle together. And and I still have faith in David Griffin, although they 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 got to start winning some more games and and hopefully uh that this is in progress and and we'll see what happens um but i thought it was a it was a good trade yesterday all right coming up on the show this morning there's a sports illustrated swimsuit model who's from baton rouge have have you um have you seen her I'll tell you more about her coming up she's a she's something we got a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Coleman, have you ever butt-dialed anybody by mistake? Oh, no. <laughs> you never have? <clears throat> no, see, I keep my cell phone on the clip on my belt. I don't keep it in my back pocket, see? Oh, interesting. I just read where 30% of cell phone calls to 911 are butt dials. 911, what's your emergency? They're accidents. Unfortunately, experts say that problem, that number, is only going to get bigger as our butts get bigger. It's a lot of wasted phone calls there. They're on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only Classic Rock Station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. Coleman, um, sometimes Coleman will will send me stories that he finds interesting, that he thinks might, might be interesting, um, entertaining for the radio show. And, and, and the last one you sent me, Coleman, was, uh, was a story about Weed nuns. Smoke weed every day. Uh, out in California, uh, there's a there's a, a group. They're, they're, they're called the Sisters. A group of self-ordained weed nuns. And, you know, when I first saw the headline, I'm thinking to myself, wait, there can't be any... any no, I'm Catholic, and you think of nuns, and the, and the last thing you think about is weed. But then once I once I re read the story, um, they're they're not really nuns like we see in the Catholic Church. This is just a uh, a, a group of radical feminists, and, and they dress as nuns. And um, so they're not doing God's work. Not really. They're they're a non-religious sect, but but they 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 call themselves anarchist activist nuns. I just I just wonder why they use that that particular term, the term nun. Oh, I thought you meant activists are. Uh, no, they are anarchists. Anarchists. They, 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 they are activists. They are feminists. They're, they're all of those things. Yeah, to say they're anarchists, they seem to be pretty organized. 
but they call themselves um the 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 weed nuns out in California. They they grow and harvest their own cannabis plants to create uh, holistic medicinal products. And what's interesting is they use a strain of marijuana that eliminates the psychoactive compound of THC, but it still contains CBD, which has been touted to help treat everything from epilepsy to cancer to addiction. See, when it it comes to the weed, it's the THC that gets you high. The CBD is the stuff in the weed that, that people now, that there are stores that, that they have big signs in them. Hey, we sell CBD. So you think when they grow their crops, when they're out there, you know, doing their thing and doing God's work, do you think they use holy water since they dress up like nuns to water their plants, to water their crops? I don't think the water they use to grow their, their weed that they then take the THC out of, uh, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's holy water. It's not hard to make holy water, though, is it? You just take some water and you pray over it, and that makes it holy water. At least that's what I thought. That's how I thought it worked. So I'm assuming since they dress like nuns, they would take the water that they use in the hydroponics or whatever, and you just pray over it, and boom, you got holy water strands of cannabis. Yeah, this is this is a business for these weed nuns. You know, they they make money off of this, and and they they, they started this this. this one weed nun started this business with only 12 plants, but he has since grown the organization into an international business. How about that? <laughs> I wonder what the names of their strands are, like Stairwood of Heaven, Blessed Art Thou. You know, before the pandemic, they were turning profits of over a million dollars. The weed nuns of California. And if you're wondering, like I'm wondering, why couldn't they just start a business, named it, but but what's with the what's with the nuns name? What's with the with the nuns outfits that they wear? Um one of the weed nuns says that religions sell words. I thought it would be the tax-exempt status. You know how religious groups, they don't have to pay taxes because they, they define themselves as a religion? How cool would it be if they started their own religion and saying, yeah, this cannabis is a part of our religion, therefore we're exempt from any taxes that we have to pay since we are a religion. This is our religious belief. We grow cannabis and we save the world and heal the world. Yeah, I don't know if they do that, but they do say, Coleman, that they are in no way affiliated with the Catholic Church, even though they dress as nuns. They call themselves the weed nuns. Um, one of them said, quote, we do things that are spiritual, spiritual, but none of us are associated with any religion specifically. Religions sell words, but we want to do much more than that. And so they sell words and weed. Yeah, um, and again, look, I've always 
thought that marijuana should be legal and 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 I enjoy I enjoy both aspects of the marijuana. I mean not as much these days as I did when I was younger. When I say both aspects, I mean the the THC and the CBD. I guess that would be No, oh, I thought you meant the edibles and the uh the ones that you had to smoke. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant, the brownies and the gummies. Isn't it something how you know? And because marijuana is legal in California, they can they 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 grow their own. You know, they they, they remove the THC and they, they sell it. And like I said before the pandemic, they were making profits of over a million dollars. It's a miracle. Yeah, the the weed nuns, and 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 that's why they call themselves that. And that's why they dress as nuns. Because hey, they they say if religion can sell words, we can we can sell sell words as well, as well as the the weed. All right, coming up next on the show, it's and it has to do with how come there aren't as many big rock bands that we've seen come out in the last oh twenty years or so. Can you think of any massive stadium rock bands, bands that could sell out stadiums that have come out in the last 10, 15, 20 years? It's pretty hard to, if you think about it. Uh, I'm going to ask that question, and I've got a couple of, couple of answers to that as well. Stay tuned for that. The Big O is next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Caillou, 95.7 New Orleans, only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. It's an interesting question I have. Why is there no more big rock bands coming out? I mean, I mean, rock bands that could that could sell out arenas and Lord knows sell out stadiums. But you go back for the last five years, ten years, fifteen years, even 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 twenty years. Why aren't there any more massive rock bands who have come out? I mean, when you when you when you think about rock and roll and rock bands, the the mid to late nineties, maybe just just around the two thousand corner, was the was the last time that really, really big bands, and several of them came out. I mean, the, the Seattle scene, which was in the 90s, that produced a bunch of great bands, that was the last time a bunch of rock bands became really, really big. Now, in the past 10, 15, 20 years, there's plenty of good rock bands that have come out. Hell, even in the last five years, six years, you, you, you know, there, there's a bunch of good bands, but none of them, none of them are, are really big. None of them are like what we saw during during the nineties. Um what why is that? Now I know hell Jim Morrison from the doors back in the late sixties said and it wasn't obviously but people have been saying that since then and you know I, I I start looking at the rock bands who have come out in the last 10 or 15 years and again there are there are plenty of of, of good bands rock is not dead it's still there but Bands haven't been nearly as big as what came out before them. Um, I I think the internet may have something to do with it, but I also think that 
you know, there, there's only so many strings on a guitar. There's only, there's only, what hasn't been done in rock and roll? You know, you would think every few years, hey, there's a new type of sound. There's a new. But here we are in the year 2021. And it's safe to say in the last 10, 11 years since 2010, a huge rock band has not surfaced. How would the Internet affect that? You would think that the Internet would help break out big rock bands. So how would the Internet affect not having good rock bands called rock bands have that exposure like they did. Here's how Coleman. And I see what you're saying. You would think it could help make some rock bands massive, really big. Because of the internet, you've got so many people, musicians and such, who can just, record their own music from their own homes, put it on the internet. They don't need a record company, a record label, like bands used to need before the internet. They, they don't need that to make a few bucks. They, they, can, they, they, can, they can make, record their own music in their homes. They can put it on YouTube, they can they can they can put it on the internet and sure some people will discover them and but but it's but it's not like when a new band used to come out before the internet and the record company would sign them and then the record company would go push that band to radio stations all over the country because before the internet if you if you wanted to hear new music there was only one or two ways to hear it and, and it was on radio stations who played new rock music or you turned on MTV when they when they did play music videos do you also think that uh, people who are in a rock now, people who do create rock music, they have lower expectations, meaning they don't want to be rock stars. They just want their music to be heard, and if they make a few bucks, if they make enough to survive, they'd rather just make a, a certain amount of money, have intermediate success without having to sell out Madison Square Garden, and they're satisfied with that. And they don't want the, the, the trouble that comes with being in a rock star or having to deal with labels and distributions and traveling. They would rather just say, you know what, I'd rather maybe play some local, you know, uh, bars, maybe play some local venues, but I don't want that spotlight on me. I'd well, rather some, just... some might feel that way, but you would think musicians would want as many people to hear their original music as possible. Y you would think that, that most people who get into rock bands would, would want to sell as many albums as possible, would, 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 would love to be able to sell out arenas, the Smoothie King Center, Madison Square Garden, would love to be able to sell out arenas all over the country because that's how it, that's how it always was. 
when it when when it came to rock bands. Yeah, but con- the, the way things the business is different now. Back then, you had to you had to sign a contract, and even though you know you were the star, of the rock band, the, the labels got like what ninety some percent of your royalties and all that. You only got a little tidbit, and they promoted you, they put you out there. And I I I, I realized like a lot of when it comes to rap artists as well, a lot of artists they'd rather just keep control of themselves without having to deal with major record labels and just put their music out on Spotify, iTunes. They know they're probably never going to go to Madison Square Garden, but they don't want to deal with having to share, you know, their success with all these different people and A&Rs and distributors and promoters and all that and agents. And Well, it could be. You know, I, I look back the last five to ten years, and again, there's plenty of good rock bands who have come out in that time they're just not they're not they're not big they're not huge the, the one i can think of that that um the, the played the arena over at over at uno not that long ago greta van fleet they, they sound a lot like led zeppelin the, the, they're a new rock band yeah, somebody just texted that too. check out greta van fleet the, the, they're a, they're a fairly new rock band but you know, other than them, I, I can't think of too many rock bands that have come out in the last decade who would be able to to sell out arenas from coast to coast here in the United States. I mean, I mean, I just think about you when you when you think about the '90s and how many bands came out in the '90s, whether it's all of those Seattle bands, Nirvana and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and and and. All, all, all of those, all of those '90s bands, but there were a lot of other '90s bands as well, who came out from different parts of the countries that blew up and became really big. We just haven't seen that in the last decade, in the in, in the last ten years. Um. And 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 I do, and and I, and I think because of the way people get their new music these days is is pretty much the internet i mean there, there, there aren't many radio stations who who are playing brand new rock and roll music this text says wolfgang van halen may, cha- may change all that wolfie and, and and what about the popularity of rock within itself when i think about wow stadium tours arenas who's selling out it's mostly like rap acts so do you think that america's favorite genre of music just changed like from how we went from uh, uh, baseball is America's favorite pastime, now it's football. Do you think that when it comes to popularity, just other genres of music have just taken over and rock isn't as popular as it well, once was? Well, well, rock and roll is not is, is not the most. I mean, you listen to you listen to top forty radio. You 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 just uh, you just mentioned rap, hip hop. Uh, that became immense. I guess going back to the '90s was was the last time that 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 rock was at least near or at the top of popularity when it came. I mean, rap was battling was, was still right there with it, and and a bunch of people would say above it as well back then. Um, All right, well, quickly, uh, do you think that the the older rock bands like 
uh, you know, Aerosmith, ACDC. They just have so much star power, and they're still kind of touring and doing things that their star power is so immense that it's not making room for any new acts. No, can, well, the, the 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 bands that became huge like that, they came out in the '70s. Yeah, but they're still they're still working today. They though, they are know? still working today, but when they came out, there there was no rap. I mean, there was there was there was always top forty, but there but there but there was no rap. You know, in the seventies, you could say in the sixties and in the seventies, when when so many rock bands came out and became big, that was the thing. You know, this last decade, rock, it's not the thing. New rock, like it, like it used to be. Back then, and there's so much. Uh, text us. What? Why? I mean, times have changed. That's one thing in life that I think as we get older, we all realize things change. But why hasn't there been any big, massive rock bands, or at least lots of them, that have come out in the last 10, 15 years or so? Text us, 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show, and please don't text while you're driving. Why there's no more big rock bands? It's this morning's Big O here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. According to a new survey, 36% of Americans get most of their news on Facebook. T to these people, today's top story is a guy you vaguely remember from high school needs prayers for his cat. Guy you work with had meatloaf for dinner last night. Hey, coming up next, your texts on why there's no more big, massive rock bands coming out. How long has it been since a really big rock band has come out? I mean, you look back the last decade or so, there, there's still plenty of good new rock bands out there. They're just not big like they used to be. Um, why is that? Your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O was about why haven't there been any big rock bands that have come out in the last decade. Even, I, I mean, there's, there's plenty of rock bands who have come out in the last decade, and there's some good ones too. But they, they, they're, they're not big, massive big, like they used to be when they came out and could tour the country and play arenas and, and, and things like that. Uh, I asked, where are all the... All the big rock bands. I, I I think, you know, things times have changed. Um, you know, you, you don't have the radio stations playing new rock bands like they used to, like like we used to have. Um, you don't need because of the internet, they don't need record companies to go to radio to 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 promote and push the bands. I think that has something to do with it. Times have changed. I asked you to text us. And, and 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 I asked you to to answer the question. Where, where are all the really big rock bands the last decade?
This first text says, is it the same like it used to be back in the old days? I'm a 2000s baby, but I grew up listening to the 70s, 80s, and 90s rock. The good, the good stuff. Sean says, this generation is just too lazy in my opinion. This text says, there's, new ro- there's no new rock bands uh, because the talent isn't there. It seems like record companies are selling an image, and these record companies can make anyone sound good with the technology today. But remember this, there will, be, there will never be rock bands again with the talent like the ones from the 70s, 80s, and maybe a few from the 90s. Well, well look, and, and again, there are, there are plenty of good rock bands who have come out in the last 10 years. You just have to look for them. I'm asking you, where are the really big ones? And yeah. why why aren't why aren't any of them becoming really big like the rock bands before them? But that's what I mean. Even if you do find the new ones, you know, are they gonna be as popular? Like or would somebody wanna would they have enough fanfare to for, to sell out a stadium? <laughs> now Ricky says there's a lot of unknown talent out there that can revolutionize rock and roll, but they probably don't have the tools they need to get themselves known, or they probably don't know where to start. A couple more. This one says, what about Five Finger Death Punch? Well, I've heard people say they love that band, and then I've heard people say they despise that band. Try to squeeze a few more in here. Music has become too simplistic. With programs like Autotune, anyone can sing or play a tune. The days of analog recordings were far better and were far greater. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, again, with, with the computer technology, with the Internet, you, bands, they don't need record labels like they used to. Somebody could sit at home in their, in their garage and, and, and release something, record, make something, and then put it out on the Internet, put it on YouTube, put it... That's a, this one. a big change from how it used to be. This one says, I don't listen to rock too much, but mostly metal nowadays. All the best bands recorded are, in, are on rec- independent record labels. They get more money and freedom that way. And this last text says, for a better perspective, watch the documentary Hired Guns. I've seen that. That's a very, very entertaining music uh, rock documentary. In my opinion, I just think that... Um, uh, the like when it comes to the majority of popularity, it just swifts genres. Just like uh, the most popular sport went from baseball to football. I think rock, yeah, this still has some great rock bands up there out here, but they're not gonna, you know, they're not popular as the new genres of music like rock and pop and. Well, well, Coleman, some of what you're saying is true, but it, the the last time a bunch of huge rock bands came out, in my opinion, the mid '90s, and you still had rap. They were battling with, with with rap, but you, I mean, I mean, Pearl Jam came out of the gate and they blew up. But they even started selling out arenas on their first album, and we, there were a, a bunch of bands like that. You just don't see that anymore in the last decade or so, even a little bit longer than that. And one last point: we think about like ACDC. They just dropped the album what last year to be the, either late last year, the beginning of this year, the Power Up album. But yep. when you go see an ACDC concert, what do you want to hear? You want to hear the oldest stuff, absolutely. So it, that has a lot to play in it too. Want to hear the stuff you know. Thank you for the texts. We always appreciate your text. Feel free to text us anytime during the show uh, about whatever you want. And if it's, if it's good, we'll, we'll read it on the air. Always keep it short and please never text while you're driving. Coming up next, do you know um, who Brooks Nader is? Brooks Nader. A, she's gorgeous. B, she's a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. 
C, she's from Baton Rouge, and D, she's making news because she loves Popeye's chicken. Uh, hang out. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit about Brooks Nader coming up here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And yesterday on the show, during our Big O segment, we talked about Saints star wide receiver Michael Thomas, who got surgery on the ankle he injured during week one of last year's NFL season. And he, he got the surgery not that long ago, in June. And we were talking about that. Why did he wait? And, and he's going to miss the first half of this season, at least. And the, the fact that he signed the biggest contract in the history of NFL wide receivers, and then he then he then he got hurt in the first game after he he signed that contract. Um. It stunk. So we talked about that yesterday. And then later on yesterday, after our show was over, did you see the tweet by former NFL wide receiver Chad Johnson, who, who is also known as Chad Ochocinco? <laughs> he tweeted... Yesterday, at Saints, hear me out. Even years removed, I'm still in better shape than 90% of these earthlings and can play until my guy can't guard Mike. That's Michael Thomas's Twitter handle. And I can play until my guy can't guard Mike comes back. Don't need money or contract, just a company car and a place to stay. I don't know what's better, that Ocho Cinco tweeted that or do you read it? <laughs> it, sound, it sounds so awesome hearing Austin say, what's up, my guy? All I need is this. These earthlings can't stand a chance. I don't know what's better. You tweeting it or you saying it? Coleman, he hasn't played in a while. What, eight or nine years? But he was really good when he did play. And he's obviously kept himself in good shape. And he's, he's, he's on record. He's officially on record now saying he would come here and play not only until Michael Thomas comes back from injury, but he would play. He doesn't need money. He, he's not looking for money. He's not looking for a contract. He would play if he got a company car and a place to stay. Now look, 
I've got a comfortable couch at my place. He, he could stay there. Or I'd even, you know what? I, I'd let him sleep in my bed. I'd sleep on the couch. Um, And as, as far as a company car, he, he, he could drive around the, the Bayou van. Couldn't he? The Bayou 95.7 van. So I'm not really sure what, what all you know uh, players are entitled to, but are they actually football players that get to drive around in company cars? Is there a Saints official vehicle that I don't know about? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not aware of any of that. Because <laughs> that that'll be mind blowing in within itself. <laughs> yeah, usually when you're when you're in the NFL, you've got your own not only ride, usually a very sweet multiple rides. Well, he didn't say what kind of company car. You just get us do the Nissan Sentra or something. Tell him to bring his ass on and try out. Wouldn't that be great if the Saints answered his tweet and said, hey, camp starts in two days because camp starts on, on, on Thursday. Why don't you show up? Uh, come, come, come and hang out with us in Metairie. But in all honesty, I know this tweet was probably in jest and it's probably a joke, but what do New Orleans has to lose just to have him come down and try out and see? He's not asking for any money. Uh, Michael Thomas won't be able to play. Why not come let him try out and see what happens? That's Even what, though he's, that, eight, he's eight years removed. That's why I brought this up. What 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 do the Saints have to lose? You know, you, you find him someplace to sleep and, and, and just get him a ride and he'll show up and, and, and he'll He'll play here. What's the status of that building over there, the original uh, World Trade Center where they had the rotating restaurant on top of it? What's it called now, the little building? Where oh, it, it's the hotel now. What's the, is it the Four Seasons? And yeah, they yeah. just take it over, and that's the, where the, so many. Sean Payton. And Drew Brees, a lot of them bought condos. Yeah, they can let Ocho Cinco sleep up in there. Condos there. <laughs> in one of those condos while he's in town. At the old World Trade Center. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I say give it a shot. I know it's probably a joke and he's just kidding around, but I, I say give it a shot. Let's try it out. Call his bluff, New Orleans. Call Ocho Cinco's bluff. Go on the Twitter machine right now and, says, and say, bring your ass. We got a Nissan Sentra and a place for you to sleep. Yeah, text us. What What do you think? I mean, look, he, he used to be really, really good, and he's been out of the league for eight or nine years, but he's obviously still in shape. It won't cost the Saints anything. Should the Saints bring him in to the training camp and see what he's got? What do they got to lose? This text says, John should let Ocho's single crash at his pad. He would bring all of the whores. She was a whore. Yeah, we, we, we do have really good texters. Yeah, and... Uh, and that your new place is not as Nazi as, as the old place where they was watching every single move you make and they'll kick you out and all that. That's why I moved. <laughs> right, so this place, they probably would allow some whores in there as long as I kept the noise down. I love my new place. Yeah, I can get away with so much. I mean, it's not that I do anything that wrong, but but they don't, they don't in my new place, they don't, they don't keep their eyes on me like they did in the, in the old place, which was... Uh, I stayed in the same neighborhood, but I had I had to move buildings, be, change buildings because of that. Oh, Boudreaux says Benson owns Mercedes. <laughs> wouldn't cost him a, a pretty penny for a ride. Wouldn't cost him a penny for a ride, right? Yeah, make it a write-off. Yeah, why well, can't Gail Benson give him a car from one of the dealerships? Or make it make it a write-off. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the text. What what do they got to lose? And I and I. 
I just got a kick out of this yesterday. The guy's always been a character. And, uh, you know, for a few years when he was playing, he was uh, he was one of the best wide receivers. Um, text us, or, or do you think this is all just ridiculousness? Um, he's not asking for anything. He's asking for a place to sleep and a ride. And, and he'll show up here, and, and, and he'll hang out on the Saints and play some football until Michael Thomas comes back. This text says, tell OC to bring it. He can stay with me and use my 22 red camera SE. See, now, you, now that's nice. Now, now you're getting nice. Um, yeah, Text us. Let us know. What do they got to lose? Bring them in, throw them some balls, and, uh, and, and, and get them a cot and a ride. And, and he could... Uh, he could help maybe alleviate the absence of one of the best wide receivers going, Michael Thomas, because uh, Michael won't be able to play for the first half of the year. I got a kick out of that yesterday. Coming up on the show, we still have the dumbest thing I read all morning, and and I, I I've got this great story I wanted to I wanted to tell you about. It had to do with a restaurant and a cop and a police force and, and trying to catch speeders. Uh, stay tuned for that coming up as well uh, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. H have you seen Sports Illustrated swimsuit model Brooks Nader? Have you seen her? She's, she's from Baton Rouge. And... She's just made news because there are pictures taken of her chowing down on Popeye's chicken. Chicken! Well, of course, if, if, if she's from Baton Rouge, she's going to prefer Popeye's chicken. She, actually, she loves Popeye's chicken. It doesn't say here if it's, um, if it's the spicy chicken or the original um, flavor. But she's a pinup from Baton Rouge. Uh, if you haven't seen her, we've, we've got a picture for you on our website, Bayou957.com. She's a stunner. There's no doubt about that. And I think uh, she makes a lot of Louisiana proud. And, and again, she's a Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model. And um, go... And, and, and wearing a sexy outfit, chowing down on Popeye's fried chicken. I don't know if I'll ever look at Popeye's again the same way. Well, check it out. I think she's eating Popeye's to celebrate that she made the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. So I'm starting to notice a pattern here. Whether it's Brooke here or whether it's the Greek freak or whether it's that guy that beat Zurich, it seems like whenever they want to celebrate a major victory, they, get go, they go get chicken. Right? The Greek Freak went to Chick-fil-A and the other two went to Popeyes. Yeah, Giannis after after yeah. he led the Milwaukee Bucks to the NBA championship, he then went and he, he went to uh he went to Chick-fil-A after that. So it's safe to assume that if Britney Spears ever wins her freedom back and she gets her conservatorship and gets control of her money, she's gonna celebrate at Popeyes. It just stands the reason. Yeah, but if you're not that familiar with Brooke Nader, check out her picture on our website, uh Bayou nine five seven dot com. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning, and we have another serial pooper. This time, 
stateside here in the United States, and and this serial pooper's neighbor neighbors are not happy with this pooper. Uh, could could you please drop your deuces elsewhere? Wait to hear some of the details about this coming up next here on Bayou ninety five point seven New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Police catch serial pooper after wrong woman gets a bum rap in Indiana. A small town jogger is in deep. Actually, she's in it deep. After being um, picked up and accused in a serial public defecation case. According to police in Fishers, Indiana. You go back about a week or so ago on our show during this segment. We talked about a woman in England who angered neighbors, I think one specific neighbor, by um, pooping in their yard. This is a little bit different. Authorities say, and again, this is in small town Indiana. Authorities say they've cracked the case of a woman who has been pooping on neighborhood lawns during her early morning jogs through town. Police there urged the unidentified woman to seek professional help, though she still may face charges, especially if she continues to to be such a crappy neighbor. Several residents recently shared their stories about the serial pooper with not only the local news media there, but they went on the local websites, uh, neighbor neighborhood social media sites, and several residents there shared their stories about the serial pooper. One said, quote, we call her the pooper. Oh, that's pretty original. We have lots of names for her. Last week or the week before, she did it in three or four different yards down the street. Every other yard! Does seem like she needs some professional help. Um, one neighbor added that this deuce-dropping delinquent always comes prepared to clean herself up afterward because they see the toilet paper is right next to the poop. So, oh, so she wipes, but she doesn't. All right, I see what she's saying. I yeah, what saying. Not only that, Coleman, that means she jogs with toilet paper <laughs> in hand. She jogs with a roll of toilet paper. She'll poop in a yard. She'll... She'll wipe. Wipe, and then she... Hopefully back, front to back. And then she drops the toilet paper 
right next to the deuce. If you're gonna go, all, if you're gonna go through all that trouble, you might as well bring a, a, a pooper scooper, like from PetSmart or something like that, and bring that with you as well. That way, when you do get the urge, you can scoop yourself up and put yourself in a bag and jog with it in your hand. Yeah, one neighbor said, "Quote: The toilet paper is the calling card." Unquote. We, Not the poop itself, but the toilet paper. That's the calling card. Yeah, right. she said we, we know when we see that that she's been around. Because how many other public poopers are gonna are gonna have toilet paper with them? <laughs> Usually if you're a public pooper, you know, you drop your deuce and then you skedaddle. You skedaddle? But here's the thing. That means every morning she plans for this. That means every night before she goes to bed, she makes sure she eats something that she knows is gonna give her the bubble guts. She plans her route. She actually gets up in the morning and stretches. She you know, she brings. She makes sure she brings her toilet paper with her. And then she starts jogging around the neighborhood. Like, she targets areas. This is premeditated. This is not an accident. This is not a fluke. This is something she designs. She strategizes. And she actually executes every morning. There was at least one neighbor, if not more, that uh, caught her on their doorbell cameras. And, um, so nobody ever caught her, like, while they were at the house, like, saw her on the camera and said, oh, let me run outside and try to catch her and stop her? That None of that happened? No, all I know is police have caught her. Good. They've identified her. And, and, and it was, it was one of the doorbell cameras that helped police identify her. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, one of the neighbors put video on social media on on the next door. Uh, I, I guess every, every neighborhood you could you could go on the next door, and, and that's your neighborhood social media mm-hmm. or whatever. They also they also put posted videos on Reddit on that website of her pulling this crap. Well, she didn't pull it. She pushed it. Um, what do you suppose somebody like this does for a living? What, what do you think their occupation was? Well, she obviously has a job because she's up jogging early in the morning. Yeah, and she's, she has money for toilet paper, so I'm trying to figure out what's her profession. I'm quite sure she doesn't have that job now, but that would be some odd stuff to say at the workplace. Yeah, hey, you remember Susie? She was the serial pooper from HR? Yeah, at first the police, uh, when they when they captured her, at first they thought she was the number two suspect. Uh, but then they realized quickly, no, this is this is uh this is this is our woman. This is this is our serial neighborhood pooper. And um, and yet another story in the John Oslin Morning Show of women breaking a glass ceiling—the stuff you would think a man would do. Yeah, this is a crime, Coleman. That's a good point. This is a crime that you would think only only men would commit. Um, but this phenomenon is commonly known as runner's trots. <laughs> well, most runners, they go into a trot. They trot while they run. But this is a different type of trot. I would just find this woman maybe a, a treadmill or an elliptical. That way she could jog in the privacy of her own home. That way we should get the trots. She could drop her deuce right down in her own house in the treadmill. It's thought that anywhere from 25 to 50% of athletes, joggers, 
they 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 have to they have to drop a deuce either during or immediately after their exercise. Well, you <laughs> these Olympic runners, then, man. Wow. Well, anyways, the police catching a serial pooper. After at first the wrong woman got the bum rap in small town Indiana. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.